So last year, I came across this prehistoric whodunit or puzzle. And as cliche as it may sound, this one did feel like a perfect plot for the next Indiana Jones flick. So let me start by setting the scene. The landscape was a geological crumb cake, a tableland bristling with a garrison of boulders, rocks and pebbles. For archaeologist Jinu Koshi, every step was an ankle twist, an accidental shuffle dance. At some point in the trek, echoes of bleeding goats boomeranged. Jinu had come closer to a ravine. He stood at the nibbled edge of this chasm, spying rock shelters. Early last year, the 42-year-old archaeologist made his first trip to this desolate mesa. This upland that was located in the South Indian state of Andhra Pradesh. A bird's-eye view of an online map showed him a rumpled terrain, very similar to a spot nearby that Jinu had helped excavate. Now, that archaeological dig had happened more than a decade ago, but it had unwrapped some of South India's oldest rock art. Rock art on the walls of cave shelters, basically prime studio pads of prehistoric people. And so, since the landscapes bore close resemblances, Jinnu was kind of sure that this site too could have housed doodling hunter-gatherers. I basically got down at that site in some around 7 o'clock or so uh, in the morning. And we started exploring that particular site. Like we started uh, exploring the valleys which were seen on the Google map. So uh, when we were exploring, like I was not able to find any rock shelters. Like there were rock shelters, but uh, the evidence of rock art was almost nil. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. The Chennai-based archaeologist was left twiddling his thumbs. You are listening to Desi Stones and Bones, a podcast that mostly features India's paleontological and archaeological riches. It's a buffet of stories about hunters of fossils, discoverers of antiquities that have astounded me and will hopefully have the same effect on you. They're really kind of the original graphic novels. I mean, look at the 30,000-year-old stick figures in the caves of Bhimbetka in central India, or even the 2200-year-old dazzling murals of Ajanta and Ellora in western India. Cave drawings are chronicles of life. Stories tattooed on walls of ancient migratory routes. Lakhart is identified as the earliest manifestation of the cognitive capabilities of the, our human ancestors. It is there we have the rudiments of the emergence of artistic skills of the human beings. That's Chandramoli Navaluri, and he's an expert on cave paintings, specifically on rock art finds in this archipelago of plateaus in Andhra Pradesh. It's a geologically rich area teeming with some of the oldest cave art in South India. Archaeologists have even found stone tools dusted with volcanic ash from a 74,000-year-old Indonesian eruption. Material data, which is recovered from excavation. It can be said to be a new one. Here, Moli is talking about stone tools and other excavated artifacts on a prehistoric site. Whereas the representations of animals, human figure, hunting scene, all these representations, in the moment you see them, you can understand what the representations are uh, about. 
and he is right even rookies can appreciate these drawings deep orange turtles limestone painted human figures and coal scrawled abstractions are relatively easy to decode tales about our ancestors their surroundings so remember we started the story talking about jinu's search for rock art okay so at the tail end of his fruitless trek last year jinu sighed and then continued to walk across the barren rockscape there were these fluffy cumulus clouds in the sky but they did nothing to eclipse the sun jinu and his only steady companions wispy acacia trees scorched under the sun Finally his ailing ankles begged for relief they were being constantly needed by the rubbled landscape and so Jinu decided to roost on a boulder the rocky perch was kind of a default stop for foot sloggers shepherds archaeologists with a mishmash of language and flailing hands he asked some of these shepherds if they had seen any drawings any scribbles in these canyons and the boys sunburned from herding sheep all day responded with a nod jinu's droopy eyes swelled with excitement their response pepped his spirits and he decided to schlep along the direction of their finger point soon uh, jinu reached the serrated rim of a minor valley he scrambled to its base there ducking through the thorn-ridden path of a dry stream he spotted a rock shelter as he crawled closer he gasped despite the dimming light of the sun jinu could see red ochre tinted relics of ordinary life on the walls of these outcrops he had discovered cave paintings that was a huge rock shelter with thousands of thousands of elements of rock animals like ungulates deer species boar then human then abstract symbols more than half a century ago a veteran archaeologist made an unexpected train stop in central india to survey passing hills and stumbled upon astounding stone age cave art in bhimbetka madhya pradesh now jinu was having his eureka moment So as soon as we found these kind of uh, the paintings I thought that this definitely has a potential for more exploration and we might yield like hundreds of paintings from these shelters Jinu discovered more than 200 caves with these prehistoric drawings essentially this place was like a bustling gated community kids jumping around streams stoneagers foraging edible tubers some hunting antelopes with stone tools and others mincing its meat with stone implements if jinu continues to find rock art at this base the site may turn out to be one of india's largest rock art havens bigger than those even found in central india rock art expert chandramouli has a label for jinu's find el dorado el dorado el means the and dorado translates as golden in spanish It refers to an affluent fictional town in South America that seafaring explorers hoped to find. Basically, he's saying that this is an awesome discovery. For an archaeologist or for a rock architect, finding out such huge area 
having thousands of art representations is uh, a gold mine. It definitely was a gold mine and for more reason than one. Almost six months after Jinnu had made his discovery, I jumped on a night train to Tadipatri, a small mining town in Andhra Pradesh. I really wanted to set foot on these vanished gullies of prehistoric humans. We headed out in a rackety 10-seater jalopy that clanked past cotton fields and grumbled up the escarpment. Once on top, we embarked on an hour-long trek to the rock art site. I had never seen such a terrain. Ruddy, barren, quiet. The soles of my feet were uncomfortably treading over an ocean of rock debris. It was mid-morning, the heat was torturous, and there was an incessant trickle of sweat down my forehead and back. Finally, we reached the canyon and groped our way to the valley and across a parched stream. There were a string of awnings along the stream bed, perfect weather-chiseled pads for a community of hunters, foragers. We staggered into a rock shelter and I was dumbfounded. In front of me was an immense gallery of Stone Age panorama. Let's see ostrich. Jinnu believes the paintings could be roughly 12,000 years old. His estimate comes from timestamps on small, sharp tools found elsewhere in the region. And similar Middle Stone Age artifacts have been found in these caves, which allows for a comparison. There were 2,000 rusty paintings in this single cave, crayoned by our migrating ancestors using hematite, which is a purple, iron oxide-rich stone. And the way you can describe the creation of these drawings is that first an outline was created. Then the Ice Age occupants probably smushed this natural mineral to powder and mixed it with a liquid to fill in the silhouettes. I could see a palm-sized antelope decorated with lines and incomplete triangles. As I craned my neck upwards, I spotted a figure with spiky hair, arms and legs stretched out. Possibly a human? Hidden amidst all this was a smudgy drawing of a creature that seemed like a turtle. Then there were some depictions that looked like, well, let's hear it from Jinnu. Actually, the finding of rockers is the most happy and fantastic and moreover, like finding of uh, uh, the kangaroos. Where is it? So it looks almost similar to like the Australian ones. My eyeballs darted as Jinnu breathlessly pointed to parts of this colossal gallery. There we have one kangaroo with a raised hand. This one, which has ears which are rounded, two ears which are rounded, and it has a mouth which is basically looks almost Never like before had cave drawings resembling kangaroos been found in India. One is here, then we have one more here, then we have one more here, and... Uh, the other one is the, the bigger ones. It was indeed a fitting mystery for the whip-wielding archaeologist Indiana Jones to resolve. 
Why were these kangaroo-like figures on these walls? Were they bouncing around this landscape once upon a time? Kangaroo has never been a part of the Indian fauna. That's archaeologist Chandramali again. And it's true that no marsupial fossils had been found in India. That is until 2005. Yes. We found uh, a number of teeth, isolated teeth in the Rastan Lignite mine that we described as uh, marsupials. You just heard paleontologist Sunil Bajpai. I had a chance to ask him this when I travelled to Uttarakhand in North India. Bajpai had discovered 52 million year old marsupial teeth in a coal mine in Gujarat. But uh, one of them was, I would say, uh, that was not a correct identification. It turned out to be a bat. But the other is still, is a lot of people believe, not just me, but a lot of people have uh, put it in the category of uh, marsupial actually with a little question mark. So pouched mammals may have existed in India, but that theory piggybacks on just one find. So let's look at the other possibility. Modern humans are said to have migrated to India from Africa more than 65,000 years ago. Over the next 20,000 years, some groups reached Australia. Now the question is, did some of these adventurers who travelled what is a distance of at least 8,000 kilometres return? Did they recall stories of long-tailed, erect-standing marsupials that future generations harked back to? The evidence of kangaroo-like animal in this in these rock shelters can be an evidence to say that they might have migrated back an australian rock expert who didn't want to go on the record um, has essentially dismissed Janu's interpretation of these cave drawings to be that of kangaroos most of the australian rock art of these marsupials shows them with distinctly curvaceous rumps and in action hopping grazing, kind of realistic to some extent. In comparison, the rock art figures of uh, these pouched mammals with their straight tails and frozen posture found in Andhra Pradesh are relatively simplistic. Jinnu hypothesizes this difference to the dilution of memory. The reason behind this kind of variation could be in generation time, they could have forgotten the morphological features of this kangaroo. And as they have... Picture this as a game where friends pass along a message, but on a generational scale. The original words, or in this case pictures, could get molded into something else as it is passed down. Now, Chandramoli finds all of this completely ridiculous. Given the distance, both aerial and surface, can you imagine uh, an individual going all the way to Australia, crossing the oceans and coming back and uh, drawing a figure or at least, uh, I mean, by, by taking from the memory of the, the ancestors. You, know, you can't expect such a thing. Uh, so that is not logically correct, that's what I need to say. We rested quietly on the dusty roadside, desiccated by our midday trek. Residents of neighbouring villages jet sped in their vehicles as we awaited our transport.
Our odyssey ended as we bobbed our way down the bone-rattling path of the Mesa. Janu's voyage, however, will continue. He has to return to the stable land rife with cobras and pythons, slithering reptiles that could have horrified his Hollywood counterpart. The fleet-footed archaeologist has to continue battling doubts of his peers about kangaroo-like figures, a first of its kind in India. And then there's also money to be raised. So far, his savings have paid for all the trips from last year. But there's still 13 more valleys to be surveyed. Will it surpass the 504 count of the Bimbetka rock art caves in Madhya Pradesh? And it might, like we have just only uh, explored only 40% of the valley. Uh, still 60% has, has to be explored. And this might basically the biggest rock, uh, rock art complex in India. It will be in near future, you, uh, like, uh, we'll, like we'll get the answers for that. Thank you for listening. Until next time, bye-bye.